All right, so the colors have faded and the weather is starting to get chilly, if not downright cold in some parts. And that means one thing, the holidays are here. And I just love this time of year. I love the the changes. I love the chance uh, for family get-togethers. I love some downtime as a busy year wraps up, and I hope you do too. I'm John Fuller, and welcome to Season 5 of the Christmas Stories Podcast. Now, throughout this season, we're going to be discussing how every member of your family plays a significant role in making the holidays a meaningful time. I'm joined by a variety of people here in the studio along the way, and today Dr. Danny Huerta is with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in charge of our parenting department and co-hosts our parenting podcast, and Danny, Looking back on your childhood, you had a lot of different uh, touch points. What are some ways that you enjoyed spending Christmas time as a kid? Well, John, traditions are memory makers and markers. Mm-hmm. And I just, I've, I've talked about that with my kids. As you put in traditions, you remember them along the way, beyond the presence. And I remember our family getting together and going to candlelight church, uh, candlelight service mm-hmm. right at our church. Yeah. Uh, on Christmas Eve night, that was a special time of singing together. I would pour wax on my hands. I don't know if you remember doing that. I, I, what was the purpose? Oh, just there for was fun, no. You know, your kids and you're singing, and you're just dripping candle wax on. Yeah, you. yeah. Uh, my mom would tell me not to do that, and you know. But anyway, we we enjoyed our time of singing together, having meals together, and then my mom would bring in. Uh, before we opened all our presents, she would say, we need to do a present for Jesus. Let's unwrap the one from the year before and see if we actually gave a gift to Jesus throughout the year. Huh. So we would wrap in there something we were committing to do, and then we would look to see if we did it or not. We left it wrapped and then unwrapped it and wrapped a new one. And then we would sing songs together, one or two carols, and then we would begin to unwrap presents. Mm. Uh, that was That was a special time for us. And then after that, on Christmas morning, we would... I go and look at what was in our stockings and then just enjoy family time together. I don't remember many of the gifts. There are a few that stand out, but I do remember those times that we spent together laughing and just relaxing as a family with no other pressures other than we're just going to be here together. Yeah, that that really does uh, capture the specialness of the season for so many of us. And with that, let's go ahead and hear from a number of children who describe what they love most about the Christmas season and things they're looking forward to the most. I like just coming home from school or coming home from anywhere and just having that Christmas feel in the house with the tree set up and all of the decorations and the music, for sure. Um, probably just um, being able to spend time with grandparents and family and um, all the traditions we normally do. We like to choose Santa or we, um, we have a big family meal and then we um, like to open presents all together. Um... Probably uh, doing White Elephant with the family and just getting to be with everybody and eat and stuff like that. Uh, I'm looking forward to just hanging out on like Christmas Eve with everybody and maybe just play different games, basketball and stuff like that. Probably when we had fondue and like cooked, I just had that type of meal. Um, I really like to be around my family and eat good food. That's always a plus. 
and I really like white elephant. One of my favorites has been last year where I gave my white elephant gift and it was clamdy canes. So candy canes that tasted like clams. And so that was definitely the white elephant gift that was not fun for everyone. I, I'm excited for presents because they always get, give me toys that I always wanted and <laughs> I like ripping off, off the paper. It's easy and fun. My favorite part about Chris, or my favorite memory about Christmas was when we went to Ohio and we spent time with family and it was a lot of fun. My favorite part about my favorite memory about Christmas was a few years ago when we got sick, but family was still allowed to come over. What I'm looking forward to for Christmas this year is um, spending time with family and remembering that Jesus was born on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm looking forward this year to is. Spending time with family and just watching a lot of funny movies. One um, Christmas movie that really is a good movie that comes to my mind is a movie called Santa Claus, and it's about Santa, and he got a dog, and yeah. My favorite Christmas movie to watch is Elf. Our friends every year throw like this Grinch uh, party, well, they didn't do a lot. I don't think they did it last year because of COVID. But they we they do a little a Grinch party, and it's really fun. I just wanted to say another one of my favorite Christmas movies is also The Grinch. A family tradition that we have is before we get to opening presents and streaming on Facebook and stuff, is we will read the story of Jesus' birth and then we will do the other stuff. <laughs> I'm excited to hang out with my cousins. We like doing puzzles as a family in Florida. So we like to wake up in the mornings and put on our, we have our footy jimmies on and we like to put on our snow suits and we go straight outside because all the snow's outside. So we built these like snow houses outside. I'm looking forward to going someplace warm. Whenever we wake up, we're always looking forward to opening presents, so we always beg our parents to open up them first, but they always say to open up them after we eat breakfast. So we eat breakfast really fast. I'm looking forward to going to Disney on Christmas. I like spending Christmas with my grandparents because we can sit under the tree, have a really fun day with them, and yeah, pretty much that. I think the most important thing is just like, the importance of spending time with your grandparents, because... And with family. <laughs> True. And friends. And cousins. I started a tradition where I set up Christmas lights all in my room, and I started out with a few strands, then over the years I started adding more and more, so usually on Christmas my whole room is full of Christmas lights. And I can see them. I'm going to bed, I'm like, I can really see them. The door is white. It just it just looks like a paint splatter when it explodes. A funny thing I did when I was little, I touched a bulb, a very hot bulb. We had those little glass bulbs you get for like a dollar, and I touched it. It burned like the my one of my fingers. And it hurt like, and then it just went away. So, <laughs> and we decorate the basement with Christmas lights all the time. And I and last year I put a Lego train. Don't get me started on the train. <laughs> It, 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 I think I put too many straights and it went straight off the edge. 
<laughs> I just like to decorate the, the basement, my favorite part of Christmas. <laughs> I like white elephant and like Christmas trees and stuff. I don't know, just stuff. Well, there's nothing like the heart of a child at Christmas time. And Danny, you shared earlier about some childhood memories about the season. Um, let's fast forward now and talk about expectations you might have had as you and Heather were starting your family. Yeah, and the, the, the key one is me and Heather, right? <laughs> we had to take both of our traditions and begin to mix them, and we both had family in town, and then navigating uh, where we're going to spend time, and there was much more stress than I this expected. This sounds complicated. Yeah, it was complicated. We were saying, okay, so we're going to spend this amount of time with your family, and then this with mine, and we had to begin to establish our own traditions along with uh, respecting the ones that are there within our extended families. Mm -hmm. So it was tricky, and uh, I expected it to go just right and be perfect, and the music's great, and the lights are just just right, and that my child would love their gifts. And my son, that first Christmas, just loved the wrapping paper, right? He <laughs> was playing with the wrapping paper and yeah. loved the box. And no, got no, all these Alex, things. here's the gift. <laughs> yeah, here's here the it gift. is. And uh, he didn't really pay attention much to the gifts that we spent money on. Yeah. And the wrapping in the box was his entertainment. He loved it. Mm. Uh, and it seemed that that first Christmas was more for us to feel like we were entering Christmas and giving gifts than really it was that exciting for my child yeah, uh, to be a, there. I had a similar kind of thing. I mean, the first several years we were uh, down in Texas, uh, just very close, a few minutes away from Dina's parents, and we enjoyed those Christmas times. When we moved here, there was no family around, and it was kind of a reset for us. We had two little boys. One was just four months old, and the other was three years old. And it, it was a special time for us to be able to kind of reset, do our own traditions, and kind of establish a family identity around the season that was ours. So yes. it, it was good. But yeah, expectations, totally understand that. And you know, I've learned along the way, though, John, that the anticipation of the toys is the most exciting for the kids. Once they get the toy, they're looking for the next one. Yes. And they're looking for the next one. And it gave me a great lesson for me. Do I find contentment in what I get? Mm. But then I saw a shift inside of me as a dad that I hadn't expected. And that was, I really enjoyed giving gifts. And it gave me the picture of how God feels with me. Yeah. He enjoys giving me gifts and seeing me enjoy them. And I love seeing that in my kids. That was a shift where I was going, whoa, that's what God's talking about. When he gives us gifts and enjoys seeing us enjoying them, it gives, it gives me joy seeing that in my kids. Yeah. Great lessons along the way. Well, I appreciate that. And we want to encourage you to stop by our website for reminders like Danny just shared and so many great resources to help you enjoy the holidays. Uh, Danny's team in particular in the parenting department has an entire page dedicated to celebrating the Advent season. And you can get any number of ways to kind of commemorate the Advent season. It's been so commercialized, Danny, and I appreciate that you're making it fun and spiritually deep. Uh, for families. So uh, that Advent season uh, assistance is for you there at the website. We've got the details in the show notes. And it really is amazing how, as Danny said, when your perspective shifts about uh, Christmas, what happens in your own heart. And we're going to hear now from some Focus on the Family staff members as they think back on things they've learned as a parent regarding the season. 
You know, around Christmas time, I've got two daughters and um, their cousins are all roughly the same age as well. Um, for grandma, it's, it's really easy for them to buy Christmas gifts. All she needs to do is buy them the same kind of pajamas. And the girls will wear those pajamas the rest of the week all together as a group. No matter where they are, you'll always see them in matching in their same pajamas. Me, when I was growing up, I hated matching my brothers wearing the same clothes. I always wanted to be wearing something different. So that's definitely a um, an eye-opener for me. So when my oldest daughter was three, my father bought a big cardboard puppet theater thing, okay, that, you know, she could stand in with the window and, and do her puppets. And uh, she was so excited. And we spent days coloring this thing because it's just, you know, like a standard cardboard color, but it had a, you know, drawings on it. And my dad had to comment on my coloring ability. Of course, we have a video pr proof of that. But we, you know, we worked on this thing, worked on, and it, my daughter just loved it. She loved to perform, and it was kind of like, oh my gosh, not another puppet show, you know, where we all had to watch. And so it got kind of repetitious after a while, and soon my dad crawled up in there with her, and <laughs> she's got her favorite stuffed animal, and my dad has a choo-choo train, and there was a crash, and the whole thing fell down, and it became <laughs> one of our favorite uh, puppet stories, family stories, Christmas stories. And we, again, we have it on video. If you ever want to see it, it's, it's, it's hilarious. Well, when I was growing up, um, our family was together uh, when it came to getting ready for Christmas and all of that. So I kind of had that expecta expectation that we would um, be super organized, all the presents would be together, it'd be under the tree, and it'd be beautiful and all of that. Um, what we got was something completely different <laughs> because I am not as organized as my mom and um, uh, my husband didn't really celebrate Christmas uh, very often in, in his growing up. And so um, we had to kind of work things out to create our own tradition um, for Christmas. And ultimately, we did. It took a little figuring out. But now um, we have our own little tradition where we have a nice meal. We, have, um, we gather the kids and have a reading of the Christmas story together. And then we open presents, we pray and um, uh, we've kept it much more simple than what I thought it would be and what I had growing up, and it works for us. I appreciate hearing those stories from our Focus uh, staff members and friends about what having children has taught them. And uh, let's go ahead and hear from some of our broadcast guests uh, about lessons they've learned as they reflect back on their childhood and becoming a parent and uh, we're going to hear now from Jody Burnt, Jen Babakan, and Jesse Manassian. Well, when I was growing up, I had these two grandmothers, and one of them had all of our Christmas gifts wrapped and tagged and stored in her sewing room closet by the middle of summer, um, and she could just Christmas morning then get them beautiful and she had a wonderful eye for for exactly what each one of her children and grandchildren needed and I remember I had another grandmother who never gave us anything she would um, 
pray for us, and in return, she would ask us as our gift to her to memorize a Bible verse that she would choose every year. And I have to tell you that growing up, and especially as a teenager, I definitely preferred my gift-giving grandmother to my praying and Bible grandmother, and uh, I probably rolled my eyes at the praying grandmother and her Bible verse requests. But now that I am a parent uh, and have children of my own, I've really come to see the wisdom in sort of Bible Gammy's uh, strategy, because all of those verses that she asked us to memorize over the years, things about wisdom and compassion and self-control and friendship, all of those things and God's grace have meant more to me and equipped me to live um, a purposeful and effective and joy-filled life than any of the, I don't know, you name it, dolls or bicycles or anything we might have gotten from the gift-giving grandma. Now, of course, I loved them both. But I will say that um, also I think my grandmother's prayers for us kept me out of uh, reaping all the consequences or the scrapes that I probably deserved and gave me untold blessings that I didn't. And so I just would encourage parents to be praying for your children, knowing that it is the best legacy, the best gift we can give our kids because at the end of the day, you know, we know we are not the ones who do the providing, the protecting, the blessing. Sure, we might be wrapping things up and popping them in the stocking or under the tree, but the big picture stuff that our kids need, their character traits, their salvation, their physical health and safety, their relationships, those are the things that God can provide. And he does that in answer to our prayers. So really and truly, there's nothing that can give our kids more security than knowing that their earthly parent is talking to their heavenly parent about them. What a great Christmas gift, or a gift for any time. So what having kids has taught me about God is that there is an entire level of love that exists that we don't really know about, I don't think, until we have children ourselves. You know, I when I first held my my first son, all of a sudden this entire world was opened up to me that I just didn't know existed before. It felt like, you know, I was the Grinch and my heart grew, you know, I don't know, a hundred times its size. And so I think the main thing that having children has taught me about God and his character and his love for us is that it really just is unfathomable because as much as I know that the love that I have for my children is endless and unconditional and on a level I never even knew existed before, I have to believe that God's love for us is so much the same as that, but also different. I believe that it's on a level that in our humanity, we can't even understand. Um, something else that having kids has taught me about God is that His patience is as deep as His love for us. You know, His forgiveness is never ending. There is nothing that my children can do um, or say that will change how much I love them or would keep me from forgiving that. And I think that that is such a clear picture and illustration to me for the way that the Father loves us with just this endless and unconditional love and forgiveness. Um, and having kids has only brought me closer to, to God's heart, and I'm just so grateful. Like most kids, when it came time to open one present on Christmas Eve, I couldn't leave well enough alone. I'd always beg Dad to let us open. 
just one more, please. He never said yes, but that didn't stop us from trying. But then one Christmas Eve, he did. He actually said yes. We opened that second gift like we were getting away with something pretty epic. You'd think we'd stop there, but no. While the wrapping paper was still falling to the floor, we looked at him sheepishly and asked to open. Just one more, please. To our amazement, he said yes again and again and again until we had opened every present, laughing and staring at each other and at Dad in disbelief. Had we really just broken, like, the oldest tradition of Christmas? We were living high on our victory until Christmas morning came around. That was hands down the worst Christmas morning of my entire life. When I finally rolled out of bed, the empty tree had lost all its magic and regret set in. Dad didn't mean to, but he inadvertently taught me a profound lesson by letting us open all our gifts early. I learned firsthand why it's best to wait for the right time, not only for Christmas gifts, but to open God's gifts to us too. The right gift opened at the right time makes for Christmas morning kind of joy, but shortcutting always disappoints. Now I'm a parent and my own kids have taken up the yearly challenge to convince their dad and me to let them open just one more. So far we've resisted all their pleas, but I don't know, maybe this year we'll let them. Well, we so appreciate Jody, Jen, and Jesse and the stories they shared. And uh, Danny, you've now spent many, many Christmases with your own kids, Alex and Lexi. And I wonder what maybe some of the bigger lessons that you've learned from them uh, at Christmas time have included. I've learned a lot, actually, John. So we'll, I'll, I'll be brief. And one of them, a main one, is my kids feel most loved when they feel known. So in a gift, you're able to show, I know you. Mm. And you, you take those clues along the way. That's a deep attachment for a child to feel known. You didn't just randomly buy something because it was on sale or because you thought they would like it. You knew this was something that they were anticipating and would love. So I, I learned that one. Another one is be present. That word present is gift, right? So be present, uh, be the gift by being present with your child in the moments of celebration and in between as well. And then enjoying the moments as they're there. A lot of times we're hurried. We got there. We'll say, yeah, can't wait to rest after the holiday. Enjoy the moment. Squeeze them as they're there. I've, I've enjoyed just pausing and being present and just observing for a moment. Just mm-hmm. going, Lord, thank you. And bringing a heart of gratitude because then it brings contentment. And I've learned seeing that one lesson I remember with my son about contentment that we got to enjoy together was when he received... Um, these these gifts that he had been anticipating. He said, man, I can't wait to open them, kind of like what Jesse said she did with her dad, and she opened some presents before Christmas and then mm-hmm. and then regretted that. Well, he, he did the same. He opened all these different things, and then he said, Dad, I, I have some money. I want to go buy more. And I said, wait, you just got all this stuff. Why do you want more? And then I said, you know, in me, sometimes I get things, and I have a hard time enjoying them, mm-hmm. and I want more. When will it stop? And it gave us a great talking point between father and son around learning to, to enjoy what we've got first yeah. um, and that things aren't going to make us happy. So I would say one thing that I would tell parents to do is make sure you slow things down. Um, one thing we do to, to slow things down around Christmas is we put clues on that main gift. 
and, and we do a scavenger hunt, and we go as a family on that scavenger hunt, and then we enjoy them opening their gift that they've been anticipating, yeah. where we show we know you. Hmm. And we do that for each, and now they've written clues for us, and it's a, we extend that out, and then we watch each other uh, unwrap each gift, take turns, mm-hmm. pause, and then with the stockings, we just unwrap one at a time. And we talk about what does it mean to unwrap things? Every day that God gives us is a gift. Do we unwrap that? Hmm. It gives us great opportunities to see how God's enjoying watching us unwrap uh, his creation and his daily gifts mm. for us. Oh, and the, some... one of them was the Christmas story. Yeah, yeah. Those are some great insights. I appreciate uh, you bringing so many ideas to the table here that things uh, you've learned that hopefully parents will grab onto. I would only add that um, with our children now, all adults, we've had a couple of Christmases where everybody isn't together. Mm. And uh, there's always kind of a missing spot at the table and in our hearts for that child or those kids who aren't with us uh, during the Christmas season. So gratitude for the moments when they were younger and it was easier to get together. Uh, Gratitude for them carving out the time and balancing a busy Christmas season of their own lives with us. And there's some sort of a paternal payoff that I get just watching my children together anytime, but especially at Christmas, interacting, uh, finding meaningful gifts for each other, as you said, knowing what that sibling is going to want or appreciate. And, uh, and, and it all comes together beautifully at those moments. Well, we'd love for you to stop by our website where we have a page of resources dedicated to celebrating the Advent season. Uh, that starts Sunday the 28th of November, and Danny's team has put together a wealth of resources to help you celebrate it with your family, including an explanation of the four themes of Advent, uh, some prayer points, and more. We'll link to that page in the show notes. And if you're looking for a great book to help you enjoy the Advent season, uh, here's one we'll strongly recommend. It's by Allison Pittman, and it's called Keeping Christmas, 25 Advent Reflections on a Christmas Carol. And uh, we'll send that to you when you make a generous contribution, either a monthly pledge or one-time gift of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family today. Uh, Join the support team. We'll send that book to you. And uh, we'll have the episode notes uh, full of details and links. And again, uh, the website here is focusonthefamily.com slash Christmas stories. Next time, our friend Lisa Anderson from The Boundless Show will join us. And for now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for joining us for the Christmas Stories Podcast.